You are listening to the Maximum Life Now podcast, only on MaximumLifeNow.com. This is your host, your man's Brian B. Rich Richardson, and you're tuned in to another episode of the Maximum Life Now podcast. You can always check us out on SoundCloud, we on Stitcher, we on iTunes, but ultimately, you know you got to check out the man's website, www.maximumlifenow.com, or to get straight to the podcast, that's mlnpodcast.com. And uh, just another reminder, my latest book is available and you can go straight to that page on my site in the, the, the URL for that is rest, the number two success.com. That's R-E-S-T, the number two success.com. And the title of that book is, of course, Rest to Success. And uh, we've been pulling of different principles and different things from that book to help us to get to this place in life where I say that we are living the maximum lifestyle because we're max lifers. That's what we do. We don't settle for average. If you, if you want average, just don't even listen to the program. Matter of fact, if you want average, listen to the program long enough. So you don't want just average anymore. You want to always become better, take your life to the next level to maximize different areas of your life. And it just so happens that right now, of course, we're in the holiday season, but on this podcast, we're in the season of taking our relationships to the next level. And um, last week, um, I talked about um, if you know people are ready for marriage or not, and or just married for uh, ready for a serious relationship. And um, so, if you if you hadn't listened to that, that's the first part of this series that we're doing on relationships. And I just want to clarify something that. Uh, this series is not just about having good relationships, but it's also about seeing the importance of how relationships um, um, are built into how we do what we need to do. In other words, the importance of relationships in general and how they affect other areas of our lives. So don't just think that I'm be talking about, well, how you, you know, how to, you know, um, you know, get married or how to, to, to effectively move on from a relationship or how the, you know, just those types of things, which people need to have understanding of these things. This, this stuff just don't just, we not just born with this knowledge and understanding of how to do these types of things. There's a lot of people that's ignorant concerning relationships and the importance of relationships and all these types of things. So, but that's why I'm here. I'm here to help, to help you. So that's why I have to give it to you 100. That's why I always have to give you this work because I'm going to just tell you how it is. You may want to hear it. You may not want to hear it, but that's not my job. My job is to keep it straight 100 and be as real with you as possible. And sometimes I might hesitate because normally 
I'm used to, you know, sometimes, you know, making sure that people's uh, feelings are, you know, intact and, you know, to make sure I won't rub them the wrong way and different things like that. You know, that's how the normal Brian Richardson is. But Brian B. Rich Richardson is a totally different, um, different person. He, you know, he he does not care about your feelings because ultimately you're going to have to get this work. And so if I say anything that offends you on this podcast, as I said before, just get over it and, and tune in again next week. I, you, I might say something that make you feel better next week. So, but anywho, let's just get in. Let's just get into things. And if you are a part of our uh, um, Facebook page, the Maximum Life Now Facebook page, uh, you'll see that I'm posting this a little bit earlier than I normally do uh, because I'll be going um, back uh, to my hometown, Detroit, uh, this weekend for a a Pistons game. And so, um, you know, uh, don't know if I'll be able to upload anything while I'm there. So I'm doing it before I leave. Um, and so, but it, it's, it's, it's going to be a good time. So, so all, to all my Detroiters out there, just want to do a shout out to you. Um, I don't know if the Pistons going to win that game because they playing against the Golden State Warriors. Um, but anything is possible, you know, it is the Christmas season. Maybe, you know, maybe, uh, Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant give, um, uh, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and the rest of them boys. Maybe they give uh, the Pistons a Christmas present and, and just let them win. I don't know. I don't think so, though, because have you been seeing what they've been doing to people? I mean, they, they, they it's like I remember growing up and, you know, when we, we were little kids, you know, we would have the playground. We had a court and everything like that, you know, and you grew up in my neighborhood um, over around in the, in the Detroit area. Uh, on Pelkey near Bringard, Shaner, all that area right there. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, but we would we would play, and um, sometimes the bigger kids would come and just take over the court. You know, we ain't had no chance, but maybe they were wait, waiting for better competition and everything like that. But we didn't have a chance. You know, they would do all kinds of stuff, dunk it all. We couldn't even reach the rim or nothing like that. But they would just they were just letting us have it. Sometimes. When I watch the Golden State Warriors play other teams, it kind of seems that way. Like the big kids are coming on the court and just doing whatever they want to do. It's just it's entertaining, I guess. If if you rooting uh, for them, or you know, it's entertaining regardless. It's like, man, did you just see what he did? But man, they just did it on my team. But anywho, just did you know. So I I will be up there, um, you know, um, up there for the Friday game. Uh, but in the meantime, you know, I do want to uh, say uh, Merry Christmas because I won't probably talk to you before then. Merry Christmas. Now, could everybody please, please do me a favor. If you're going to be on social media on Christmas Day, you know, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. You know, and, and once again, my disclaimer is I have nothing against social media. But do you have to post pictures of everything that you get? Please, but just 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 say you know, just let people know that you're alive and you you know you're having a, a good time. But some people post about fifty pictures of different things, and like I said, now we got Facebook Live, so we're gonna have a whole lot of those things going on. And you know, 
the truth be told, honestly, you know, uh, Christmas is always not merry for everybody. And the New Year's is always not happy for everybody, you know, and that shouldn't dictate how you do or how you move. Uh, but, you know, um, don't use that as a cover to to not having a Merry Christmas or don't use that as a cover not to have a Happy New Year. Begin to do something that will change that so you won't have to use those pictures and all that to cover up how you really feel about the season. Because there's a lot of people that have uh, different issues from their past and different hurts and different things that happen around this time frame. And they never really deal with it. They just kind of bury it by buying gifts of people that they really don't like. And uh, they just do things because that's what the season dictates. Like I told you, and I told you on one of my podcasts, I think it was the one on parenting. You don't have to do everything that everybody does. Now, if you, you know, if you're in a relationship and you are, you know, married to somebody or you dating somebody and, you know, they call up in the holiday season and, you know, they get upset if you don't buy them none for Christmas or whatnot like that. You know, and that's that's on y'all. That's on y'all. You know, that shouldn't dictate how much a person loves you or how, you know, if a person doesn't love you or not. Shouldn't really dictate that. But I guess if, you know, y'all relationship is based on that, then maybe, you know, maybe maybe you should buy them something. But it shouldn't be your relationship shouldn't be dictated on that. <clears throat> you know, matter of fact, um, you know, you, you should be able to come to an understanding and realization that is more about the health of the relationship rather than me meeting this deadline as far as a gift or me meeting this deadline as far as, oh, this is what I need to do because, oh, this is the occasion. But if you love a person and you show and express that love uh, 365 days of the year, then what is one day? Huh? Well, what is one day? How, why, why get wrapped up? It's like, like, uh, like other, other days, you know, um, I don't know if you call them, hol- I don't know if they holidays or not, but other days like, uh, Valentine's Day, um, you know, if you're from the D and some other places, they got Sweetie's Day and, you know, then you got people, uh, birthdays and different things like that. And I understand celebrating people. And I understand uh, being a part of the traditions and the seasons and different things like that. But should a season really dictate or a day should really dictate how you should express yourself to a person? I mean, should it really, should it really take over like that? You know, should it, should it, should it trump the whole entire relationship? Like, if if like if your your man don't buy you nothing for for Christmas, are you gonna dump him? I mean, are you gonna hold that against him? I mean, what if he ain't got the bread at the time? What if he ain't got the money? What if, what if he wanted to do something bigger, better? What if he wanted to take that money and save up money so uh, when the spring hit, y'all go to uh you know on vacation somewhere. Huh? What would you want? Would you want some some uh, I don't know what y'all you know new purse some some um some boots some uh, some belts you know a new hairdo some weave something y'all you know, I don't know what you want for Christmas, but what if what if he say you know let's make this let's make this better than just this this Christmas let's just chill on Christmas use our money and go and plan for a vacation. How about that? 
See what I'm saying? Some people so fixated and so much an expectation on just one day instead of living a life. See, this is this is not called maximum day. This is called maximum life. Well, we live a lifestyle of maximum opportunities. Because see, when you are so focused and have a, such an expectation on a particular moment and on a particular time, what happens when that moment doesn't meet your expectation? Then you're left with something called disappointment. Ah, disappointment. It's like, you know, I thought you said that you was going to do this, but this ended up happening. And we we understand that in life and on the Maximum Life Now podcast, we don't ignore that things happen in life. No, we're not ignoring it. We 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 saying that we're going to embrace the best of life even in spite of things happening. Even in spite of things happening, we're going to still embrace the best of life because truth be told, despite what happens in life, there's always a better part of things to enjoy. There's a better part of things to uh, to expect. And so that's the difference between when things happen like you don't think they should have happened. That's the difference between whether you become bitter or become better. Bitter or better. And see, bitterness is when you have disappointments and you don't move past the disappointments. It may be a disappointment in the relationship. It may be a disappointment a disappointment at uh, at work. It may be a disappointment with uh, just various things that didn't happen. Uh, maybe you were supposed to get a promotion and you didn't get that promotion. Disappointment. Uh, maybe your your mom and your dad told you that you know you were going to get something or you're going to do something and it didn't happen. Or maybe you know whatever it is, the expectation that you had um, wasn't didn't line up with the with that moment. But see, that doesn't mean that your expectation is dead or should die in that moment. It just means that the opportunity wasn't present in the moment that the expectation was there. But see, a lot of times this is this is the problem that we run into. And this is why uh, me and my family, we choose to not set our expectation on moments that other people dictate that we should. So in other words, um, let me just use a rough example. Um, you know, normally people get paid at a certain time of the week, you know, whether it's Friday, you know, maybe it's the first or the 15th, wherever it is. But if that's your expectation, then you're basically saying, well, that's the only time that you should be getting paid. You should be getting resources or money. Wait a minute. How are you ever going to live the maximum lifestyle with other people dictating what you should get paid? Did you say you should, you should get paid on the 1st or the 15th on Friday? No. You agreed to whatever your employer or whoever said that you should get paid on that day. So in other words, you're saying, okay, this is the day that I should get paid. So 
uh, it, of course, um, I know some people on this podcast um, that if you didn't get paid when they said you should have get paid, hey, look, we was friends, but it's going to be one up in here. You understand? Hey, no, 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 no. I seen some, I see the couple, I see this one video oh, 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 on Facebook where the, where the guy, I guess, messed up his check uh, too many times. When I say too many times, it was, it was twice. And, um, you know, he kind of got into him. He basically let him know, look, look, hey, I come and do my job, but uh, you put your hands on my paycheck the wrong way. I'm going to have to put my hands on you. So I know there's people out there like that, um, but I'm just saying um, at the end of the day, uh, your expectation is to get paid when they said you was going to get paid. But what if your expectation was this, that every day can be payday? Huh? Every day can be payday. Now, your outlook is different. Your outlook is different. Because now you will see opportunities for increase every day. Huh? Every day. You know, you don't have to base your life around a set schedule that somebody else set. Not, which, yeah, somebody else set that. Your pay schedule if, if you live in life like that. Somebody else said that. Did you go to your boss and say, you know what? Uh, hey, boss man. Hey, hey, hey. Let me holler at you for a second. Um, this month, the way the way my life is set up, I'm going to need to be paid on the 8th, um, on the 12th, um, on the 15th, on the 17th, on the 23rd, and on the 28th. No. The boss man don't care how your life is running. He going to pay you on whatever, the 1st, uh, the 14th. Uh, the 20, you know, the 22nd, he, I mean, he, he going to pay you how he said he was going to pay you and you agreed to it, but that's the system that we're living in. Why, why be dictated by a system? Huh? Even to me, and don't take this wrong when I say it, but I don't really care how you take it. But, you know, we live in, in, in a world where we're dictated by systems. I think the holidays are a system. Because a lot of time ain't even about the occasion no more. It's about all the other external things. Huh? The holidays uh, used to be, or Christmas used to be about getting together with your family. But now it's all about exchanging gifts. It's about you know, which parent bought the most gifts for their kids and, you know, who bought them, who bought the best uh, things for their boo-boo and know the relationship is like boo-boo. You understand what I'm saying? Why, 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 why would you do that? Why would you focus more on buying gifts for your boo-boo when your relationship look like boo-boo? Huh? Focus on the boo-boo relationship. Say, you know what? I, baby, just say for Christmas, don't need buy nothing. Say, baby, just for Christmas, I don't want our relationship to be like boo boo no more. I want our relationship to be good. So I'm gonna focus on building our relationship. And it takes work. It takes work. If I didn't say it on the last podcast, I'm gonna say it right now. Don't think that just because you get married and uh, man, maybe, man, maybe I will touch on this. You know, a lot of people, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about finding a soulmate and, you know, that uh, all the stars 
a lineup and I don't know, um, you know, the, the astros and the planets and everything lined up when they met that person and, and they seen angels and, um, you know, everything just, everything was just so, oh my, you know, I'm just waiting for that moment. Well, sometimes that's why you're still single because I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Relationships are about choice. And this is, this is, this is, this is how I believe. And like I said, I, I say that a lot because this is my view, my opinion, but I'm basing that on, um, yeah, you guessed it on the Bible. I told you last week and no disrespect in my terminology, but the Bible got a lot of game in it. It got a lot of it for some people that, that want to be more correct in how I say it. It got a lot of wisdom, a lot of game. And one of the things that the, there's a passage in the Bible in the book of Genesis, the first book of the Bible. And it says something really interesting. It says something like this. That Adam, when God presented the woman to Adam, Adam said, this is my wife. Oh, my gosh. Did, do you, did you just catch that? Go back if you if you if you got a Bible, go back. You know, you know, nowadays you can just go Google and, and Google uh Genesis and Google about Adam uh God presenting uh the woman at that moment in time. It it was called uh she was called woman, presented uh a God presented her to Adam, and then Adam made the decision this was gonna be my wife. Now the question is this what if God presented that woman to to Adam and Adam said, oh, nah, nah, I'm looking for something, you know, with a little more, with, I'm looking for someone with a little bit more hip and dipping, you know, I'm looking for somebody with this, that, and the other. That's your choice. So to make a long story short, I believe different options or different choices are presented to you. Now, the source of who presents those choices is one thing. You just have to discern the right person that's presented to you. Because along the way, if you thirsty, I mean, if you hungry, I mean, if you are looking for a, a relationship, guess what? That's where your expectation is. So now there's different people that's going to be presented to you. Different people. There's going to be a whole lot of counterfeits, but there are different people presented to you. And it's your choice in who you choose to spend the rest of your life with. Ah, it's your choice. You can't blame. Don't blame God. And even if you choose the one that God presents to you. Or choose someone that God presents to you. Let me put that way. There's still work involved. Don't think that just because God presented presented this person to you that automatically everything is just going to be peaches and cream and it's going to be the, the honey of heaven and everything's going to line up and everything. You know, you're going to find some, you're going to be like, man, who did God bring to me? I thought, you know, I thought that, I thought that, uh, that uh, they were going to be perfect, that it was, that they were my soul made. Huh? Sometimes you find out that the person you thought was your soulmate 
Seems like they your cellmate, cause it feel like you've been in prison. The moment you said I do, you look you looking back at the wedding and thinking, man, was the bailer there? Was the judge there? Cause I think I got sentenced. But who fault is that? But see, you don't live in the bitterness of those moments. You don't live in the bitterness of those 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 different things and the decisions that you made. There's always room for it to become better. And see, that's the, 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 the see, the, bitter or better, bitter or better, bitter or better. You know, the interesting thing about that, even looking at the words bitter and better, there's only one difference between the two words. And that's just one letter. Just one letter. Bitter, B-I-T-T-E-R. Or better, B-E-T-T-E-R. And I just, you know, you know, it just came to me a, a clever way just to help you to understand and move past. Because I'm assuming because you're a maximum life, that you're a max lifer, that you want to become better and not stay or remain or become bitter. But there's just a, a simple way to just to think about it. Now, if you're bitter, B-I-T-T-R-E-R, then that I there and bitter. That means you're focused on you. You're focused on how somebody hurt you or how something didn't happen right for you or how you stumbled into, and you, you say stumble, but you made the choice into a bad relationship or a bad marriage or somebody didn't treat you right or, you know, it's all about I, 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 I. I, 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 how I've been hurt. And I'm not saying that you're not important. All I'm saying is as long as you just focus on I, you're you're limiting your vision. It's all about perspective. It's all about the way you look at it. It's all about the way you, your mind uh, thinks about the scenario and it can it can be terrible. It can seriously have hurt you. But as long as you focus on I, as long as you focus on the hurt, on the on the pain, on the suffering, on how you can't move past it, how you can't forgive that person because how they hurt you. And it's about I, I, I. As long as you do that, you're going to remain bitter. And I'm going to tell you something. Bitter people are not good to hang around. They bitter, bitter people are, you know, they just rain on, on every parade and, you know, it's always negative. I mean, you could be having a good time and like, you know what? Yeah, you know, I'm about to go, um, I'm about to go, um, you know, to California on vacation. The bitter person talk. Well, where you going? I'm going to San Diego. Uh, I remember when me and my ex-husband went to San Diego. Yeah, I hate that man. Like, what, the, what, what, what me got going to San Diego got to do with your ex-husband? You're still bitter. You ain't moved on yet. You're still living in the past. You still, you still uh, subconsciously, see, when you're bitter with, uh, towards people, you still subconsciously and, and, and spiritually, you're still connecting yourself to the, that person, to the pain of, of the, those experiences. And bitter people 
tend to, and this is the thing, if somebody's hating and they, and it's, it's, it's because of they bitter towards you, um, you know, you can't control that. But it seems like bitter people forget all the good times. Huh? All the good times. Now, I, I mean, if you, if you got married to somebody, Y'all had to have at least one good time for you to get married. Otherwise, you stupid. I mean, I mean, you you know, you need some help. Um, but I'm just saying you had to have one good time, at least, at least start there. Huh? Now, you know, I don't know what you qualify as a good time. Now, if you now I'ma say this again. If you, if you just sleeping around with people and you call that a good time and you end up hooking up with somebody you just slept with and that's the basis of your relationship, this gonna, you know, that's not gonna, 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 gonna last. It's not gonna hold the foundation of the relationship. You have to, you have to establish more than just a good time sleeping with somebody. And like I always say, stop sleeping around. Huh? Stop it. And, um, but you you have to you have to understand that when you're talking about bitterness, it's all about eyes. Oh, this is happening to me. Oh, my boss said this. No, do you know, just look here. I'm not saying don't acknowledge that it didn't happen. All I'm saying is it's time to move on. We're about to step up into 2017 now. 2017, 2017. It's time, you know what? It's time out for all that. It's time out for all, you know, all that, all that, you know, the, the pain of that. And it's time out for this and that. So it's time to get better. Now with the E and better B E T T E R E means that you're focused on more than just yourself. You're thinking about everybody. In other words, you're thinking about a larger scope of things. So you're not only just thinking about yourself, you're thinking about everybody who is involved in what has uh, given you the opportunity to become bitter. But you're also thinking about the people who are affected because of your bitterness. People who wasn't even there, didn't have nothing to do with it, but they're being affected by you being bitter. Huh? Your children. If you have children and you bitter at somebody, they can be affected by your bitterness. You could be getting mad at them because you bitter at somebody else. How about your job, your coworkers? Your coworkers ain't got nothing to do because you you know your marriage is boo boo. Ain't got nothing to do with that, huh? Why are you taking that on them? You get to work, you know. They say, "Hey, good morning." Hey, I ain't had my coffee yet. What they got to do with coffee? Just say hi and keep it moving. Then, then you, then you. I mean, when I was growing up, I was taught by my 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 parents, my grandparents, and stuff. When you when someone says hi to you, you say hi. Like like my my grandmother, she she's in heaven now. Um, but she taught me, you know, when when someone says hello, you say hello, hello, hello. That's practice. Practice saying hello. Hello, 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 hello. Practice. Huh? Ain't it hard? Say hey. Open your mouth. Speak. Huh? I remember it used to be that when you, when somebody, this little, this little uh, elder in your family say hi to you, you ain't say nothing. I don't know how they do today, but I mean back then, 
Those, I mean, that's like fighting. You know, you you weren't really you weren't fighting them, but they were beating you down. Oh, you gonna walk past you? You heard? Oh, you gonna walk past me? You ain't gonna say nothing? Come over here. You didn't want to get those kind of words. You, even if you was mad at, at, at grandma, you were mad. You were mad at grandma. She said something to you. You still spoke back. You, and you you and you ain't you ain't say it with no attitude neither. You check that attitude at the door too. But see, they were training us. They were training us how to respond not only uh to, to our elders, but how to respond. In society, remember in my book, Rest of Success, the S stands for social capital, which means how you participate in society, how you deal with others, how you value with others. At least you can give people respect. You can show them respect. And when they say hello, say hi. How you doing? You might not necessarily even care at the moment how they doing, but at least show them respect. Maybe that'll help you. Get get through whatever you getting through. But as long as you focus on I, on you, you'll never get through it. But you need other people to help you through whatever you, you're going through. Don't suffer alone. This Christmas, this Christmas, look, you may have had somebody in your family that you loved that's not here no more. They may have died during the year. They may have gone on during this year. And you're not, you know, you can't. Uh, experience their presence no more like you used to. You know, you may not be able to do that no more, but don't spend the holiday alone. Find somebody to spend some time with. Get together, get together with other members of the family because you're not the only one that's hurting. There's other people hurting. Why don't y'all get together and, and, and enjoy one another, enjoy people who are here. Enjoy the memory of that person. Talk about, you know, how they how it was when they were there. Huh? Call somebody. Don't 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 turn off the Christmas lights. Shut the lights off. Close the door. Close the curtains. Turn your phone on airplane mode or turn it off. Turn everything off and just get it under cover and, and cry and all. No. Open the windows. Let the light in. Huh? I mean, turn your phone on. Turn notifications back on. Enjoy this day. Don't don't be bitter. Be better. Say, how can we make it better? You know, one of the things, and I don't know why I'm talking about this, but let me just continue on this for just a second. One of the things that I learned in one of my uh, training, because I took some uh, crisis uh, counseling training uh, with a group over in Virginia, and um, because a lot of times as a minister, um, you know, we we tend to get calls when um, really it's beyond crisis where um, if Jesus don't show up, then, then it's over. Um, and, you know, I still don't quite fully understand all that, how why that happens the way that happens. Uh, but anywho, but uh, so I we were uh, me and my pastor uh, was taking that class. And one of the things that got to me or that was said during that class that really registered with me is the fact that when people go through situations of loss and, and traumatic experiences, that one of the things that you don't do is that um, you don't say things like, and this might help some people who, who need to help somebody that's going through something. Don't say things like, 
you know, everything's going to be better. Well, at that moment, everything may not be be about to be going better. They might be actually go, about to go through something that's worse. Um, don't say things like, I know how you feel, because that's that's insensitive. Because even if you go through something similar to somebody, your experience can be totally different than their experience. You know, don't do things like that. But just be there for them. You don't even have to necessarily say anything. Just your presence sometimes can help. Sometimes you might, it's just, sometimes people go through things and they forget to do normal things like eat. And if you don't eat a lot of times, it makes you feel worse. It makes you not think straight. Ask them, hey, you want to grab something to eat? That's why a lot of times in, in like uh, biblical culture and different things like that, during the round times of loss and different things, people bring over food. Why? Because food lightens the atmosphere. It lights the moment, lights the mood. If you if you walk, you know, if you go to your homeboy house and, um, you know, you walk in and the tree is knocked over and, and 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 glass is broken and 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 it looked like it's been in a ray and 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 homeboy done had a, a fight or argument with his girl or whatever like that. Don't don't just say hey uh hey man put your clothes on let's go out and grab something to eat. Hey just hey 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 whoa 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 whoa, whoa. man just calm down let's just go grab something to eat real quick man hey hey let's just 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 chill let's just go grab something to eat. Hopefully you have some money so you can pay for it. That'd be that'd be helpful too. Uh, but, that, you know, just say, hey, let's go grab something to eat. That'll lighten the mood. But that'll also help him to get his self together because maybe he got into an argument on the empty stomach. That makes you more angry. If you're fighting with your spouse, check to see if he has something to eat because maybe you ain't thinking right. Maybe you ain't seeing straight. But that helps break the, uh, break the mood. Grabbing something to eat, helping them to get as much as physically um, together as possible before you begin to try to, you know, tackle or, you know, we try to be problem solvers sometimes. You know, some people don't want their problems necessarily to be solved, but you're helping them. And this is this is this is the, 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 the point that I wanted to get to. It talked about something called a new normal. Oh, what a new normal? New normal. That means that situations happen to us and it alters and it changes the course of how things are supposed to be or how we expected things to be. So instead of living in that moment and living in that 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 time frame of how things were supposed to be, that means it's just another opportunity for it to be in another time frame, in another in another way, in another movement. Huh? That means it wasn't, it's not going to be like it was supposed to be. It's going to be new. You have to get acclimated to the new place now, the new moment. Maybe you've been in a bad relationship and you've broken up and you've been bitter for two years. All that means is, there's opportunity for a new relationship. And you have to adapt to that norm, not what you expected it to be. Hey, you you lost that loved one. Hey, my condolences to you. But you can't live 
in that grief. You got to you got to experience a new normal. It's it's going to it's it's going to be a life that 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 person's not going to be in physically, but all those memories are are there and everything that they taught you and everything that they imparted to you so that you can become a better person. So you can live in a new reality. It's now time to expect new. Huh? It's now time to expect new. Like I said last week, and I, I thought it was kind of, I chuckled, but it, it kind of, you know, I remember, uh, oh, you know, I'm going to bring this up real quick. I mean, for, for my for my KC people, uh, you know, um, we had a teacher, Mr. Martin. He always used to say something like this, whatever make you laugh, make you cry. And sometimes my pastors say things that, you know, can make you laugh, but at the same time, it kind of hits you. But he said something very interesting. For some people, they're going to say Happy New Year, but in reality, it's just going to be Happy Continuation. Because they still living in the past. But don't expect old. Don't expect try to resurrect something that's not coming back. Don't try to expect to resurrect an old dead relationship. The man said he's he he been saying for the past six years he's gonna marry you. He ain't married you yet. He ain't gonna marry you. Move on to a new relationship. Huh? He playing you. Let that breathe. Look, expect new. Expect better. Don't expect to be bitter next year. Matter of fact, from now on, don't expect to be bitter no more. Huh? Huh? Stop using your bitterness as an opportunity to be petty. Stop pettying. Pettying people. I don't even know if that's a word. But stop doing it. It's a maximum life word now. Stop pettying people. Huh? Stop being petty patties. And being petty patricks. So everybody can get this work. Petty patties and petty patricks. Stop being them. Be happy for people. Huh? If you got if you got two gifts under the tree, because that's all you could do right now, and you look on Facebook. Somebody got 50 gifts. Don't be petty. Don't be bitter. Be happy for them. Be better and say, you know what? Huh? Tomorrow or uh, about this time next year, I'm going to be in a better position. Hey, we're Max Lifers. We not stuck. We move on. Unhitch from your past and move on. That's all I'm saying. Come on, let's let this be a Merry Christmas. Let this let this be a happy new year. Let's expect new. Let's expect better. Let's move on. Huh? It's time to move on to, to better things. There's better opportunities waiting for you on the horizon. There's new uh, uh, business ventures that's waiting for you. There's new relationships that are waiting for you. But as long as you are bitter... You'll never see him. People, the, the man that, that, there's been different, I'm going to tell you something right now. There's been different uh, relationships that has been presented to you, but the people get to you, you so doggone bitter that they move on. They may have even liked you. But see, bitter, you can feel a bitterness in people's lives. It, you can just feel it. It's something that don't even have to necessarily always be said. But you can feel it and you give that off 
and you just run people off. And don't you know, oh, I don't know why I'm seeing this illustration as I'm talking to you, but stop hanging in packs with bitter people, huh? You know how some people uh, get together and they go out and, and, and party and do different things, but it'd be a pack of bitter people. And they wonder why nobody is interested. Huh? You you know, you be at out in the restaurant or something like that, and, and you out with your, with your dudes or you out with your girlfriends and all that, and all y'all bitter. And y'all, you know, y'all dressed to the nine trying to attract somebody. They would be attracted to you, but something around your table don't smell good. It's bitterness. It stink. Let's move on. Huh? Let's, you know, sometimes you might have to unhitch from the pack of bitter people to become better. That might be your problem. You might just be best friends with, 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 with several bitter people. Hey, you might need to put a clause in your relationship and say, you know what? This year, um, I'm not going to be bitter. I'm going to be better. And if you want to be my best friend this year, you're going to have to either be better or, you know, we're going to have to, um, we're going to be, you know, maybe just Facebook friends or something. I don't know, you know, because, you know, everybody, um, you know, you know, my stands on, on that Facebook friend. Uh, but anywho, that's all I'm saying to you. I'm just trying to help you. Because we need help. We need help in our relationships. It's important. Relationships are important. They either get you to the next level or keep you where you are. That's all I'm saying to you. And with that said, this is your host, Brian B. Rich Richardson. You tuned into this episode of the podcast. Like I said, Merry Christmas. And just before the new year, there'll be one more podcast for 2016. You don't want to miss that one. You don't want to miss any of them. Go back in the archives. Go to SoundCloud. Go back through the archives. Go to MaximumLifeNow.com. Go through the, the archives of stuff. I dropped jewels over the past couple months. That you need that's going to help you in 2017. You need to put a value on these things. I'm speaking to you 100. And with that, see you next week. <laughs>